Hey everybody, we're back with some more Thursday Thoughts. Um, I'm glad you're tuning in with us today, and however this finds you, I hope it finds you well, and I hope you are all having a wonderful week, and I hope everything's going good for you. Again, I just want to pray that this podcast can continue to be a resource for you and myself as we go about our daily lives through the good, the bad, and the messy, and that and all these different episodes can be beneficial to you. As as I said last week, you know, one thing that I'm wanting to start doing is, for those of you who are tuning in and listening, if you ever have questions about something, uh, maybe about spiritual application in your life, or maybe about a passage in the Bible, or uh, anything like that in, in our Christian life and in our walk with Christ, if you have any type of question, feel free to reach out to me. Like I said, most of you probably know how to contact me. Uh, probably already have my information and social media and stuff like that, but if you don't and you just are catching this from a referral from a friend or if you just found it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or however you found it, um, you can always reach out to me at my work email, joshua at canyonview.org with any questions or requests for the podcast. So with that being said, let's get started. Today I want to talk about gifts. Gifts. If you're like me, you've probably thought about what gift or talent you have that can help serve God. Several times while I was growing up in high school or even whenever I was first really getting into college, I was like, what specific gift or talent do I have that God gave me that I can use to serve Him and His church and to glorify Him? Hopefully you are thinking about that because God has called us to serve. Peter tells us in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, Each has received a gift. Use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. When you use your abilities to help others and to serve others, God is glorified. You may be thinking, what in the world is my gift? You know, what has God, what special thing has God given me that I can use? What can I specifically do to serve God and the church? I think the first and most important thing to understand is that we are called to serve. We are called to do something for God and his church. As Peter said that we just read in 1 Peter 4.10, but also something Paul spends a lot of time talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, this conversation Paul has with the church in Corinth, you know, he's writing about the different parts of the body of Christ. Again, the body of Christ represents the Lord's church, Christians. And each of us has something unique to bring to the table, just like a human body. And you see, the thing is, is that we all, all caps all, have to use our gifts for the glory of God. A body would not function right if all the parts didn't work. As Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 12, you know, uh, the eyeball can't say to the hand, you know, I have no need of you. And a hand can't say to the eyeball, I have no need of you. And so, gonna, expounding on that a little bit more, you know, our, <laughs> our nose can't say to our mouth, I have no need of you. Our fingers can't say to our toes, I have no need of you. Because all parts of our body function together to make the whole to make the body a whole unit, a whole functioning thing. If one part of our body didn't work, you know, 
it would make the whole thing be different and not work to its full capacity and we wouldn't be as capable we wouldn't be as capable as we could be so how do i know what my gift is i i've probably asked myself that question so many times like, you know how in the world how do i know what my gift is i've learned that my gift is that i can talk to anybody <laughs> i am a uh, chatterbox as they say i uh, 7-eleven i talk a lot is basically what i've learned in that i've never met a stranger and so i can walk up and talk to everybody but that came through a lot of prayer and just learning about what i'm good at and how i can use that to benefit god and so i can walk up to just a stranger in the street and just strike up a conversation and try to relate to him and then try to share the gospel and at least talk to them a little bit about jesus and so i learned that i'm good in that sense. And I share that story because, to be honest, I believe that we can only discern what our gift is with guidance through the Holy Spirit. We can only discern through prayer. We can only figure out what we're good at. Obviously, you know you better than anybody else, but also by praying to God to open your eyes to see what your gift is and what you can do well, and obviously just walking life in the Spirit. However, you know, while we're trying to figure out what in the world is my gift, what in the what in the world is the one thing I can do right, or what is the one thing that I can do well, I guess I should say, what is the one thing I can do really well that can bring glory to God and that I can use to honor Him? The thing is, there is one thing everyone can do to glorify God, and it's the greatest gift anyone can have. It's the greatest gift anyone could have. It is also a gift that everyone has the potential to have and to display in their lives. You see, like we've said in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul is talking about the different parts of the body. Right? He's saying how we were all we're all a part of we're all members of one body, the body of Christ. And he's talking about basically cuz apparently the church in Corinth had a problem kind of almost like overrating some gifts over others, which was silly, um, but it was something that needed to be addressed, and so Paul was trying to get them to see is that we all bring something unique to the table, and that's so true today. All of us are good at one thing better than others. Like, some of us are good at some things, while others maybe not so good at it, I guess is what I'm trying to say, and we each bring something unique to the table. So Paul is talking about this, and he I like it because he leads right into 1 Corinthians 13, which is a very famous chapter. I'm sure most of you already know what 1 Corinthians 13 is all about. We're going to read it today, but I want to kind of talk about the little brief segue into verse or into chapter 13 from the end of chapter 12. So Paul uh, I'm going to start reading in 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping and ministering, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you still a more excellent 
way. And so obviously all those miraculous things that Paul is talking about there, right? Prophets, apostles, speaking in tongues, gifts of healing, interpreting the tongues, all these miraculous works of the Holy Spirit that were apparent back then and that were around back then. All those are great and awesome things. But Paul is like, I will show you still a more excellent way. There's something even greater than that. There's something even greater than that. And that leads us into 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is what we call the love chapter. So what is this more excellent way Paul is wanting the church in Corinth to see and wanting and that we need to see today? The greatest gift, the one that we all have the potential to have and display in our life, the greatest gift anyone can have, it's the way of love. Love is the greatest gift we have. So let's read 1 Corinthians 13. It's a pretty short chapter. Starting in verse 1. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have and I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three. But the greatest of these is love. Wow. I love that chapter. That chapter in like 1 John chapter 4 are some of my favorite chapters because it's talking about love. And when you think about it, you see the greatest gift we can have is love. Love is the defining mark of a Christian. You see, love, just like we read in 1 John chapter 4, is exactly what God is. It's who he is. So, you know, you think, maybe I'm not the greatest speaker. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm introverted. Maybe I'm not the greatest singer or Bible class teacher. Maybe I'm not good at organizing an event. Or, you know, maybe I'm so busy, it's hard for me to give my time to church. I'm doing everything I can just to make it to Bible class and small group. So it's hard for me to give any more of my time. What you can do is show God's love to people. Love is the greatest gift we have. Love is also the greatest gift we can give to God because God is love, as 1 John 4, 7 says. 4, 7 and 8, you know, love one another because love is from God, because God is love. 
So you think when we love people, we are showing them who God is because God is love. Therefore, we need to love in all that we do. That is the greatest thing we can do as Christians. We want to show God in all that we do. So love in everything that you do. God is love. So let's show love and let's show people who God really is. You see, any other, think of any other miraculous gift. You can't compare it to love because love is that great. Everyone can love. And it is the greatest and most important thing to God. The greatest gift is love. So we need to be sure to remember to love in all that we do and in everywhere we go. Show love. You know, today the world could use a lot more of that. I see people post things all the time, you know, the world needs God, God, you know, we need we need to help get God back in the world. Well, show love. When we love people, we show God. When we love people, people see God because God is love. Loving is not, you know, we we like to label love as this, you know, fancy smancy sweet thing. And it is, don't get me wrong. But love is God. As Christians, when we love, we show God. And whenever we truly radically love people because God is love and it's what we're called to do, we will look different. We'll be that light shining out. We'll be the city on a hill that can't be hidden because we'll stand out that much because God stands out because God is different from the way of the world. We need to love people and show people the greatest gift. And so while you may not think you have much to bring to the table for God, one thing you can do, I promise you, you can do is love people. You can love people the way God loves them. Right? We love because God loves us. And we want to show people God. So, with that being said, let's pray. God, thank you for this day and the blessings of it. Thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. God, thank you for the greatest gift, which is love, which is you, God. You are love. Help us to show you to the world. Help us to love others as we are loved. Help us to forgive as we are forgiven, God. Be with us in our lives. Be with us in all that we do, God. Lead us and guide us, Lord. Help us to walk in that more excellent way, as Paul says, which is love. Lord, we see all these miraculous things that have ceased, God. Like, God, I can only imagine what it could have been like, you know, at Pentecost or something like that when you see all these people speaking in these different tongues and when the Holy Spirit was miraculously at work like that, just, oh, how awesome it would have been. But God, we get to walk in a more excellent way just like those before us did. And help us to continue to do that. Help us to walk in love. Help us to always show love in all that we do. Lord, it's not always easy, as we've talked about before on this podcast, God. Loving people isn't always easy, but help us to always be kind and love people because that's what you would do. You show us grace and mercy. Help us to do the same. We see that love is patient and is kind. Lord, love never ends. It's not rude it's not arrogant it's not irritable god it doesn't rejoice in wrong but it rejoices in truth it bears and believes and hopes all things and endures all things god 
Help us to love to the truest meaning of it. Help us to walk in that more excellent way. Help us to display the greatest gift that you give us in our lives. Lord, forgive us when we fail you. And it's in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, that we pray and ask these things, God. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Thursday Thoughts. Again, reach out to me if you have any thoughts or questions or anything that you want to talk about and discuss. Again, I just pray that this can continue to be a resource for you, and I hope you all have a wonderful day and rest of your week. All right, guys.